0: Thank you for being present for what is to be another enriching episode behind the characters and the story. These things are, once again, not exactly um, spoilers, shall you say, but just a better view at interactions between the characters until our story comes back. This is, of course, in no chronological order, which is why all these introductions are all jumbled up every time you hear them and we may release them at different times. Bear that in mind. That being said, this is short XXX. Oh. Also friendly titled Oblivion Boys. So, we are greeted by the bright Miami moon. Shimmering down on a busy street. It's not to say, of course, that the signs of open businesses and cars don't overpower. But the moon is especially bright tonight. It is a full moon and it's visible very closely from what is to be Biscayne Avenue which is the center of the Miami modern scene, of course, and it is also the center of much of the Miami nightlife. It is very telling of big urban sprawls that not many blocks away from Biscayne Avenue itself is sheer poverty and crime and grime and all the things you do not want to find yourself near after the sun goes down. but. This Cane Avenue itself is full of money, full of wealth, full of all varieties of people. You know, those who can barely afford it to those who have three flats on this area by themselves. That is the such case for where our two kindred stand outside tonight. It is a very quaint building. You can tell there are a couple apartment flats, studios if you will, more than likely knowing the exact location here it's not too far from the pricey stuff but it's also not exactly extravagant there is parking right out front it's a little cramped everybody's trying to you know not pay for anything or not get a ticket and the scene closes in to two men if men is what we can call them and they are conversing with each other and behind them, of course, you find a nondescript Porsche and a motorbike parked right after each other with an SUV, not ominously at all, parked not too far, not two or three cars far behind the porch. These two men are chattering. Even while people come and go in front of them, of course. And we open up and close to them. Or to Kindred.
1: So, uh... I look behind the porch and I say, uh, So, uh, Mr. President, by by your uh, secret security, did you?
2: Uh, I have my man with me, and if things get rough, then I'll have... A car that's not so... Destructible. We'll just say.
1: Speaking of things getting rough why are we here again
2: uh, I I'm not sure exactly I, mean, I think Lance wanted a word with us and I think this is uh, where he told us to come I believe after mm-hmm. you you would like all right
1: I walk up to the door and
0: there's a entrance it's nothing too fancy you know there's a co- two elevators you would think there'd be a front desk guy, but no, it's just, you know, you go in to a couple of elevator elevators, words are difficult. Lance vividly remembered telling you to go to the third floor. There's only five floors. So when you to go to the third floor, it'll be flat three B. You walk in, get in the elevator.
1: I, uh, the, I, I don't even, before I get in the elevator, I just look at it up and down, and I'm like, I think I'll t- I should take the stairs. <laughs> just in case. Do you know anything I don't? I mean...
2: Just, uh, yeah. I'll see you up there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go in the, I'll go in the uh, elevator.
0: He takes the stairs, you get in the elevator, you notice, to his unfortunate situation there's no camera on the elevator this is one of those apartments Uh the elevator creaks up and you hear it pushing a little abruptly and then stopping a little abruptly you realize that the service maintenance people should really get over here sometime soon because uh somebody's gonna catch a lawsuit pretty soon it wrestles open the same time that you hear the door push forward and the two men meet almost as if Solus was challenging the elevator on his way up to catch up to you not to be outdone of course you meet on the hallway it's dang it's dark you want to call it mood lighting but really they just don't care to fix things too much
2: did he give you a uh room number because, to be quite honest, I forgot. Um. Uh, we could just knock on doors. <laughs> yeah, we can do that.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so, to your left and to your right, three apartments apart. 1A, uh, rather, 1B, uh, 2B, and 3B to your right. 4B. 5B, 6B, to your left.
2: Just oh, in general, are there any doors that look like they're roughly open? <laughs> like, because I'm going no, for they're that. they're all pretty course. much
0: the same. They're, they're all dulled white paint, and they all have those little uh, knockers on them mm-hmm. that you can slam on. Some of them you see have doorbells on them, like the little press-on doorbells. But nothing else stands out to you other than that.
1: I'm gonna go to three B and knock. <laughs> we're gonna
2: do like a musical chairs with the with the doors.
3: Whoa, hey, fellas, doing, that was the right one. <laughs> Merry Hexmas!
2: I'm gonna go. Hey, over we doing? To
3: that one. Hey, yeah, come on in, come on in. This is uh, yeah, come on in. Yeah,
2: this is your place, huh?
3: It's Khan's. Uh, let uh, me uh. Look at it. But come on in, please. I'll I'll let him in and uh, close the door behind him.
2: Thank you. I'll uh, take note of the room number and let Demetrius know which one it is.
0: Excellent. You walk into the flat and it's not very remarkable. As you can see, it's not much more than a typical pad. Coins. right? You can notice that the light doesn't really pierce through except for you know maybe the few times that he's paranoically just scraped through the window blinds to look over and stuff like that and there's not much in the form of lighting or food or you know it's got the standard furniture it's got a a nice the only nice thing you can think about is the flat screen tv that's sitting in front of the couch khan must have thought in his eternal wisdom that even Serial vampire-less murderers get bored. And he put a TV up there. It's even got a heater, of all things. Imagine that. What would you need a heater? In Miami, of all things.
2: Curious why he has a fridge, to be quite honest.
0: <laughs> what you notice, first thing that comes to your attention, is that next to the couch, almost carefully placed down, are pieces of armor and no I'm not talking about plate armor like like body plate actual armor like combat armor like this man's was coming from a war of some sort and next to that nudged in is his sword you saw the first time next to the armors kind of as if in true warrior fashion, he just slid it in there into the wood. Probably broke a little bit of the cement and the ground in there. He just pushed it in. It's perfectly gleaming against the background of the near quiet TV. And on the table next to the couch is a chest. And it's got a bunch of gold coins almost bullions you might say and they're particular and peculiar in their description you can't really see until you get close but you know not that it matters to you people but prying is bad manners
3: just have a a seat guys please excuse and uh, uh, a bit messy. Uh, uh, don't worry about my uh, stuff here. That's all I got, really.
2: Just to um, be clear, what condition is the armor?
0: It's oddly well polished. Okay. It's taken some scratches. You know, you can tell that this is not something he uses to cosplay. This is something he uses to murder, and it's got, it's got the, the lived-in feeling of war. It's taken some stabs. It's taken some cuts. It's taken some, some punishment. But, as any master of the steel can tell you, you take care of the armor, and it'll take care of you.
1: I'll sit down in a chair that has a view of the door. I uh, yeah. sit down on the couch and I look at the armor and I say, "Um, so are you ever gonna take on one of our uh, knights with the coterie?"
3: I. I, I mean, it's this is like my paladin armor. I don't think the fellows in the tower would appreciate me wearing <laughs> the colors of uh of my of the sabbat, you know.
1: Maybe some other night.
3: So, hey, uh, you, you guys like thirsty or? Crazy? Yeah, I was
1: about to say that. Got anything?
3: Uh, yeah, I I got yeah, some sure. stuffy. I get I get up and I walk towards the the closet. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, and then I open the closet.
0: So, when he opens the closet, at first, you can't really see much because of the shadows. But they subside real slow, and you notice that there are people who are gagged and tied up. You see two girls. They look probably barely of clubbing age right and they've got the dark hair and the dark eyeliner and some of they've got tattoos draped all over their bodies and you know they look as if they were caught on the way to a rave wrong turn at lake lance for all (laughs) intents and purposes when they were caught and next to them is a gentleman gentleman's got nice cold hair he's got a perfectly manicured beard he's wearing what you can tell is a designer tuxedo he's he was on the way to a very important event and he was dressed to the nines you can tell that this man is of means he is a business class man he's got a nice he's got a nice um custom vintage wristwatch and he's also got an insignia a crested insignia ring on his left hand it looks almost as if Lance went out of his way to spare no expense at hosting you gentlemen.
2: To be clear, can the people in the closet now have a visual of me? No. Okay. Because
0: he still has them bound and they were they were like in they were coated in shadow beforehand. Something that mm-hmm. you might think probably damaged their psyche a little bit. And made it hard to breathe so by all intents and purposes despite being already bound and gagged they're also probably concussed in certain ways mm-hmm. it makes it hard to breathe and see and hear so they are impaired
3: i i grab uh two of them like the guy and the girl and then i like i kind of drag them to the to the center and then uh, i'll go back to the closet grab the other girl drag her back i'm like ah uh, yeah so um I got these guys, uh, I'll take the leftover, I mean, what, what do you guys...
1: Appreciate the hospitality, but did you get those two from my club?
3: (laughs) No, 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 I, uh, I, uh, I I was, uh, following these two, and, uh, yeah, I happened to see them go to some rave, and I thought, hey, fuck it, I'll take them.
2: (laughs) I do have a, um, question for you. I have a well the affliction of the hikada. So when I bite I bite with the knowledge that somebody I bite will most likely die. Does that bother you with any of them?
3: Oh. Oh. My friend, excuse me. I I uh these guys are I mean, look, I don't from my days of uh, you know, uh, ZMC hospitality uh from what i've seen we do they do something like this i'm trying to i don't know do something similar
2: no oh. would never
3: whatever you have I'll, I'll take the i'll take the last one so yeah you guys take one please
1: and i as i look at one of the girls is there any difference between each one of them
0: I mean, obviously they're human breeding people, and you know we don't just clone these goth girls in factories. But it's standard to be said. One of them is a little Tanner. She's a little taller. She's very slim. She's sort of, you know, the 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 Google girl type. You know, she's very thin. No, nothing really stands out. Flat, but her sclo- her clothes hug skin tight. The PVC top, the PVC tube uh, top, bo- top and bottom, which for some reason are split up as if she's trying to show navel on purpose are hugging so tight to her you think this girl might have a heart attack at some point point. and then the other one is clad in fishnets combat boots or well, combat platforms really she's got tattoos that drape her from neck to, to uh to ankle you would assume from what you can see and she's got piercings here 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 she's got metal coming all over her it's a miracle she doesn't have piercings on her nose, you know. And she, of course, she has the split hair, red and black, whilst the other girl just has black hair.
1: Okay, I um, I grab Harley Quinn by her combat boot, and okay, I right. just I just start uh, dragging her to another room.
0: <laughs> you hear the sounds of the boots scraping, barely, really scraping against the wood and she's trying to kick but she's bound she's gagged she can't really do much you see here the her legs barely manage to do this a little bit as she gets pulled away and I, the door opens and then i'm assuming it slams and Solus disappears from your sight
1: so uh i'm only a 200 so i suppose i just like one I, uh, don't... I okay. don't... No, nah, I don't kill her. And I, of course, lick um wherever I fed off of. So you bite her, and she's
0: struggling when she sees you. Uh, well, she doesn't see you really, but she feels you get close. She's struggling a little bit, and she feels the pressure from the bite, and once you begin to actually give her the kiss, her body goes limp with pleasure, and she... You can hear, even through the gaggle, oh, exaltation of release and relief. And once you let it go, she feels very weak. She sort of faints. You can't really, you can't tell that she closed her eyes, but you can feel it. The way she just lays back on the bed. that doesn't seem like it's had new changing sheets in maybe over three or four months.
1: So, and then before I leave, I say, Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> I walk out the door. And um, I'm just wiping off my lips I was like I just need a little sip, I'm good now
2: I have a question for Lance Um Do you want us to kill them?
3: Uh, look man, whatever you do uh, I'll clean it up, mate It's uh, it's no problem
2: Alrighty Um I am going to take note of his signet ring but I'm gonna go for the, um, and do I recognize anything about him or no? No.
0: He just sounds, looks to you like the generic Miami mm-hmm. asshole banker. Uh,
2: in that case, I'm going to mesmerize and say, when you want to scream, be quiet.
0: And well, he's gagged and bound.
2: So you yes, take his, but... you
0: take off his gag. You take off his. Uh, no, his, uh, his... no,
2: I don't. I'm going to try and keep him as quiet as possible, but just as an extra precaution.
0: Yeah. Okay. you try. Uh, it, you.
2: And then I'm going to feed until he is dead. I'm going to kill him. Yes.
0: The you can tell that unlike you guys, the bite when Alistar bites in, it's not kind. The skin almost by itself recoils to his maw. his teeth they even feel sharper than yours and when he bites it's a bloody fucking mess blood flows out and it's spilling on either side and his clench is like a piranha biting in of course, he's not all over the place. He's a civilized kindred, but he can't help the inherent blood fest that ensues when he bites it.
1: I just look at the
0: like husk. The man falls dry and you hear the thud of his hands just
3: So, Goddamn, man! You sucked the life out of him. Holy shit! Yeah, he
1: sucked him dry. He sure did. <laughs> so, uh,
2: <clears throat> yeah. Thank so. you. I would never want to, well, not take advantage of your hospitality. And thank
3: you. Oh, hey, Star uh, mate. You <clears throat> look you're a, you're a mate. All right. Have, have a seat. Uh, was he all right? Uh, I mean, was he tasty? Uh... Delicious. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, soulless, mate. Where have you been, mate? Look at you. Did you lose yourself from Santa's little house? Little fucking elf boy. (laughs) Come on, get it. Sit back down, mate.
1: I'm the satanic Santa. (laughs) Somebody needs to be. Yeah,
3: that's a a good one. Oh, shit. I forgot. You. And then I I look down at the girl. And, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll grab her rip the uh the gag out like pick her up spin her around so she's like her head is on the ground i'll bite her by the ankle and then i'll i'll drain her dry by the way i will drink it completely dry i'll let her go her head hitting the table and then as the head hits the table my foot i'll grab uh, with my leg i'll put my uh foot on the hilt of the sword and then bring it down cutting her head off
0: You see this display of body techniques, you might say, corpse techniques now. He sucks for like a capricin, quite honestly. Not the most effective way you'd say, you know, the arterial the arterials are in the neck or in the chest, but this man, he knows his way around a body or two, and he has enough sucking power to drain her dry into a husk. That is a PG thirteen reference, viewers. And all you hear after that is plop, as her head rolls down ever so slightly. It doesn't make it too far. Her head wasn't that big to begin with, but you can see the lifeless look in her face. Her mouth agape from the pain, the pleasure, and the sudden fear of what was happening to her. And it just... Lifeless.
1: I looked down at what? this mess, and I I uh, looked back in the other room and I was like, so, uh... You guys probably aren't hungry anymore, but would you mind- I don't know what we're gonna get into tonight, but would you mind if we save her for, um, after the night's over with?
3: Oh, you didn't- you didn't kill her? Nah. No, eh, no, look, I mean, hey, look, mate, it's fine. Uh, I'll, we'll lock the door. Let's make sure she doesn't fucking escape. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we could save it for later, bro. That's no big deal.
0: Blood on the floor isn't really pooling, right? Because even though Mr. Giovanni here is a messy eater, he's not a wasteful eater. And there's only just slight droplets, rivulets of blood that fell on the floor. They're all dry. There's nothing in there. You could cut them open and there would be not a single drop. And your beasts... That familiar itch in the back of your throat that doesn't go away, no matter how much you eat. For everybody but Solus, it's gone. There is no urge in the back of your head. There's nothing telling you to feed,
2: to eat them. Um, I will, as I'm sitting down, you'll see me pull out something out of my um, pocket, open it up. And oddly enough, you will see a mint go into my bloody mouth. And I will be sucking on a mint as.
0: Do you I use Blush of Life to put some saliva in your mouth to create that liquid that you need in well, order to.
2: Kindred do have saliva, bless. but. Um, do they? I don't know. That's, think what, they that's do. what heals the bite. Yeah, they do. That's true. Truth but I was right. also using the blood in my mouth, too.
0: Yeah, fair. Um, blood Mint! Yeah. You saw it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to a store near you. Hey, Giovanni we should...
1: District. We need to capitalize on that. <laughs> anyway, don't, worry.
0: don't worry, guys. Coming to a store near you, Blood Mint.
2: And I'll take so, up my seat again by the um uh, thing, but before I do, I would like to use Binding Fetter on... The person there just to see if the signet ring was at any. important to this man at all or a part of his. Sure.
0: It's free, I believe, right?
2: Mm hmm. Or I guess anything in the apartment.
0: Do you want to peruse.
2: Just look around.
3: Just looking around.
0: You want to peruse on your friend's
3: flat. Okay. It's okay, man. I mean, my whole my whole personnel is sitting right in front of them anyway so it's like
0: (laughs) okay so you close your eyes and you open them again and upon opening them your senses become supernaturally attuned to everything around you death death and life they are all imprints of existence. They all leave something behind. The more you cherish an item, the more of you is left on it. Right? You can see, for example, that on Solus, his cross glows very strongly. It's something that he's kept with him, God knows how long. Whereas when you look, to the gold? The gold has no significance to, to your host but his sword, his sword glows dark black. It's what's kept him alive. It's what's made him who he is. Not necessarily it but it's judicious application of strong violence and you can tell that these things They're all that he really has. I mean, you can tell only by looking at the fact that there's nothing else around, but also by looking at how much of him has been put in it. And it's not too far the same with the armor. The armor's just the same. It glows, right? And as you peer down to the man whose life you just so brutally took without a second thought, The signet ring glows faint. It's not really strong. It's probably something that he kept around, but it doesn't emanate anything strong. It's not... It's not that golden glowing light that you're so used to seeing from fetters who are so tightly bound. It Mm. doesn't emanate the same glow that the cross or that the armor or the sword does.
2: Or anything else on me at the moment, yeah.
0: Or anything else on you
2: at the moment. Hmm. Arnie, then I'll just leave everything. But again, Is I will either? take note of
3: the yeah. signet. Hey, Elliot, uh, mate, I i got, uh, I got some. I got a, can I ask you something? Like, it's a weird question. I, are you open for a question right now? I don't know if you're digesting sure. or... Oh, all
2: right. I'm full, hey. Lance, please.
3: Oh uh, uh, you see cash is a bit low for me right now i just got these fucking bars uh if it was Sabat territory mate i could just go around and fucking buy and sell or buy my way around but uh it's pure gold there mate uh, can i sell you some for cash
2: this is Sabat gold <laughs> to be specific it is. It um is. are you opposed to just melting it down
3: I, dude, I have no idea. Dude, you know me; I'm still new to this uh, bloody country. You know, it's.
2: I would gladly help you out, and if you feel the need to hand over anything, that's up to you. I have no use for it, but if you need funds, I'm sure we can work something out. Is there anything specific you need them for now?
3: Uh I don't know. Like I've, I'm excited. All right, look. We're getting this domain of ours. I'm ecstatic, mate. All right? Mm -hmm. Look, it's never happened to me, all right?
2: I'm excited, too. Well, yeah, I... Because I probably wouldn't want to be seen with it, why don't I arrange for uh, my people, somebody to pick it up, and then in doing so, I can transfer the funds anywhere you'd like, or I could just get it in cash if you need anything quickly i can bring that to you tomorrow the day after
3: None of this. cash is good cash yeah, is good i, 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 I wouldn't
2: up, want to I be seeing the, the about funds and i would want to get rid of it as quickly as possible or melt it down
3: ah look man you it, this is it's not a crime to have support currency they. you know i mean hey soulless oh. mate what about you like would you why i mean you've got some of this in your uh Oh, probably, yeah. Um,
2: I'm just
1: questioning the look at Solus. I've got plenty of things in a room, but... From the old days, but not that.
3: I, like, pick up the head, and I'm, like, kneeling down. I'm like, for fuck's sake. I mean, look, guys... Like, it's gonna be an embarrassing thing here, but, I mean, fucking Kara would chop my head off if she saw me holding this head... Ah, and then I drop their head, grab the bodies, and I, like, slide them back into the closet.
1: (laughs) Oh, I thought you, um, might have had a mate or something for that. Is that what you do with them?
3: (laughs) Mate, you get your hands dirty, you know, it's fine, you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit of satisfaction knowing that you cleaned the bodies yourself, you know? You don't need some lackey human to fucking do it.
1: That's true. So, um, you're just gonna keep them there for the night, or...?
3: I mean, what then?
1: Eh, it's fine, right? Well, you're not worried I mean, about no stench, you know, learning the neighbors or something? There,
3: there's no neighbors here. This whole floor is empty.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> well, um. A sudden I... realization dawns upon you that Khan just may own the entire building, <laughs> and this is an entire safe as you realize, why would there be no neighbors on the entire floor? And mm. if anybody would have checked, it would have been Lance.
3: <laughs> I would have checked. I mean, look, hey, I mean, hey, come on. It's like no one's here. Kind of cool. Kind of, kind of nice. I like the dark. You know what I mean? This light is all right.
2: Personally, I've had some, uh, negative uh interactions with darkness lately but i'm uh working through that myself so
1: that's ironic
2: yes it is um and i can i can see that irony and appreciate it but it doesn't make it any easier when you're stuck for a few days without any senses really
3: i i point at solace as as you finish that i'm like solace mate who was that chick you were with at Asylum?
1: Oh, yeah, I'd ask if I were you too. That happened to be my sire.
3: What? Wait, wh- wait, another sombra
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to introduce you, but, you know, things were moving a bit too fast. The whole raw demon stuff, and, you know. Things
3: Is she a primogen in this city?
1: No, she's just here on some business, you could say.
3: Ah, oh, man, that's—it is fascinating, though. I, I look, man, I feel like uh, I feel like a lost lamb right now. There's not many of us, and uh, yeah, it's just—it's uh, surreal to see that.
2: Well, for a lost lamb, you made a great showing at Elysium. That's for certain.
1: I agree.
3: And you as well, uh, Elias Star, Like you were chummy with these gangster fellows, mate. Like, who were they?
2: Ah, well, the, um, one happened to be my, well, my sire, and the others were the, uh, Anarchs. But, uh, yes, one was, uh, my sire, and, well, he's a Giovanni, so that comes with the, uh, gangster, I guess.
3: Damn, man. I mean, I, I kind of feel left out. Like you guys with your size and stuff, mine's, <laughs> you know, six feet under, right? Aye? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, mine, mine won't. You could say I'm chummy with him, but he certainly won't help me out for free. That's for That's for certain. He taught me the benefits and the um, necessity of a trade.
1: Definitely. Sorry, I yeah, um... well... Lance, maybe um, you know, you keep doing what you're doing. You could uh, make your own little family if the prince allows it.
3: Oh, I don't know, man. I, you see, I'm still wrapping my head around. I look, uh, fellows. Look, I, I had this chat with Kara. It was in your club, actually, uh, Solus. But yeah, we're talking about humanity, and man, I'm still trying to fathom that ideal. You know that this sect has for its humans and their uh, subjects, you know?
2: Kara is a... She is a purer soul than most, for certain. And I think... For better or for worse, her interaction with... Well, I know at least you and I, Lance. I think she'll become more accustomed to this world and get stronger in a way that will keep her safe in the long run no offense to you Solace, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure how
1: none taken I don't know much about you at the moment I could say the same to you
2: <laughs> well I think that's what the point of tonight was to maybe get to know each other a little bit better
3: Hey, tell him, tell him, tell him about your bloodline, mate. Come on. Oh, it's, uh, this is fun. Star, mate, this is interesting, mate. Yeah, come on. Is you that a good him. idea? Tell him, mate. <laughs> he, he's all right. He's fine. Look, he. come on.
1: He literally said he was scared of the dark. Is <laughs> now a good
3: time. Help <laughs> him understand it, mate. You see, that's the thing with these days, you know. People just don't understand the dark. Come on, tell him, mate. Tell him your bloodline. Come on.
1: All right, all right. So, what you saw in Elysium towards the end—um, let's just say, to make it short, my certain bloodline deals with those sorts of entities. We I have noticed. a special gift, if you want to call it that, that another bloodline, which I will not mention, also may have, but we use ours very differently.
2: Ah uh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to garner from that. Not much. Hopefully, I see. <laughs> um, Just enough. Well, I did hear and see quite a bit at Elysium, so I am looking forward to more explanations on that power and the complications that might have for the coterie. That being said, I think we can all agree here that we have been through enough to know that we will support each other and have each other's back. So I don't think it's something you need to worry about right now, but I think it's something we might need to worry about as a
3: Coterie later. Nah, (laughs) we won't worry about that stuff, man, he, look, that's, that's the point, you know, I think he's trying to make, he, you know, dabbles with this, he knows how to fuck him up, you know?
2: I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the implications of him dabbling.
1: Well, the prince may or may not have an idea of what I am now and what I'm doing here. So, and I'm not asked just yet, am I? So I think we'll be fine for now. True,
2: True. but you saw how everyone reacted in Elysium. They don't have the most welcoming
1: reception this is why we keep these things on the down
3: i hate to change the subject here but uh soulless mate you gotta tell me come on scarlet's mum huh what's going on there she has a lot
1: going on there that's all i'm gonna say
3: (laughs) for real like is that really the mum because when she i'm pretty sure i heard that in a whisper like what
1: I don't want to talk about that. Things escalated, and I did not like what I heard. So, and I'm talking
2: to be- Lance about starting a family, and here he is <laughs> setting an example.
1: <laughs> that's not what's happening. You know, it was just a just need. We needed a date. Oh, speaking of, I want to quickly deflect. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> You and Kara—that's the <laughs> thing.
3: Yeah, it's nothing. Look, man, I'm uh, I'm just looking out for, a, a, you know, a precious rose, all right. And I've agreed to watch her. Uh, you know, just as Lasombra do, we just stick to the shadows. You know what I mean? Respectable. I, I'm enough, fascinated. I want to roll an insight humanity.
2: check. <laughs> Go for it. Listen. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling an insight check. Just saying. So, so what you what you trying to roll? Uh, hopefully wits and insight. Um, just looking if he's, if he's eh, interested in more than just staying in the shadows with that one.
0: Are you trying to subterfuge your words?
3: Lance? I'm not. No. So
0: Lance is not even gonna resist. There's no resistance role there.
2: Well, alrighty then. Go for it. Three successes.
1: So, just,
2: just to see how forthcoming he is with the
0: so you well you, you scrutinize his words of course and you don't feel as if he's lying you don't feel I mean you, you kind of get this sort of solemn perspective that he's not necessarily jumping the gun but he does mean it when he he seems struck by her by her humanity something it's something he's never known you know it's something like you get the feeling that it's something that's really new to him a lot of these experiences really new to Lance and so it's sort of like the thing like when something is new and it it channels you you want to see it through you want to protect it yeah and Lance is a protector so could he want more? Nothing saying he doesn't, but there's nothing affirming that he does.
2: Yeah. You're more than right, Lance. We do have to protect that one, for certain.
3: Yeah, I'm very, very fascinated by that humanity of hers. How? I mean, look, come on. She talks about monsters, yet she toys with that. Oh, it's fascinating. We had
2: an we had an interesting discussion at my club as well. So, I'm curious to see where that. Will lead her down the path as well.
0: Speaking of that monster, is when your phone goes. Bzz, 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 bzz. You don't usually carry phones, Star. because you're very conscious, but whenever you're too far from your pack, from your organization, you carry, of course, your trademark burner smartphone. Mm-hmm. Phone rings.
2: Bzz, 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 bzz. It's ringing. Well, buzz oh, for the text. Okay. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen. One
1: moment, please. Oh, right. Just All right, pull it out.
3: Man, I'm fucking jealous, mate. I wish I could have a fucking phone.
1: <laughs> You're telling me.
2: I understand how this can normally be taken for granted, but I prefer not to
3: handle them if I can help it. Um. So Touch screens just don't you... work for us, man. We we put we press it, it just doesn't doesn't work.
1: Not even a stylus. Right. Yes,
3: yeah, that's
0: yeah. What happens is the follow. You see a text message. It says D. You don't put names on here. You don't mm. put none of that. You don't. You can't even memorize numbers, of course, because they're constantly being reused and screened out. Oh, you see, it's D. And he says, sir, regarding incident number four that we discussed, I think there is still some leverage to be gained at site number
2: two. I see. Um, I'm going to just reply back. Is it still there? And all you get is a
0: yes.
2: <sighs> well, gentlemen, um, it appears that I might have more business tonight as well. Um, what are you both doing for the rest of the evening?
3: Oh, well, right dude. now, I'm- I'm wrestling this guy, and- and- and Solo, sorry, mate, but, uh, our shadows are, like, fucking fighting each other like leviathans. We've got, like, shadow play. me, and then we're just doing Who's winning? Uh I think he is, yeah.
0: You wanna roll it? <laughs> you wanna roll a three dice contest or whoever wins?
1: Yeah, let's go, let's do it. Uh, what do we- oh, just three in general? Yeah.
3: Two. hang on sorry let me just get my
2: dice rolled you'll you just see start like almost just curious or like enjoying the concept of looking at a, a variation of something he's so familiar with yet so unfamiliar with just this this fascination of this I got power two. that I he's two. always in contact with but can't ever do
0: so we got a tie. I'm going to flip this cap, and whoever Solus will be top. No, Solus will be mm. the bottom. <laughs> now, get to look at his face. <laughs> Solus can be the top, and gentlemen can be the bottom down here. And oh, the top wins. So you see Solus slightly overtake and swallow the shadow. And it looks like he's almost going to put it down, and he pins it down, and then boom, the shadows pop off again. And then they're once again wrestling with each other a slight demonstration of what shadow play can be like and how rough rather instead of how rough how how faint it can be to how dangerous it can be in your mind you know right now it's just two shadow strands playing with each other but not too far in a garden part of your psyche you can remember that it can suddenly envelop you, blind you take everything away and nearly
2: kill you
3: sorry there uh, Elias what what did you say there mate
2: Uh, I just said that I um I may have plans in this evening concerning well Adrian I don't know if you remember the man oh I remember him I recently, um, well, while you, Solas, were getting in his face, I decided to look at his phone and get the information off of there. And I found out that Mika, the woman that we, well, I guess you all rescued alongside me. The
1: hot biker chick, yeah.
2: Well, her bike is still there being worked on. I don't know if you remember, but... She also owed Adrian $10,000 for the fixing. So, the bike's still there. We're a little bit on the outs with the uh, Anarch, so I thought we might be
1: able to get a little bit of leverage there. Say no more? I'm in. Yeah. Wait, let's,
3: let's do it, mate. Let me look up. Let's go.
2: Of course. I'm not sure if you'll need that, and I'll just gesture to the. Um, armor and sword but I don't know if, that you won't
3: and oh, I, look I, I'm not taking this stuff I mean I as much as I want to I, you know it's like a fresh start Miami you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'll leave this here uh, I don't think anyone will uh, fucking come in here otherwise they'll have to see me you know what I mean
2: <laughs> I don't think anybody in a context like that would want to stumble upon you after breaking into your room. <laughs> um,
3: well, let's go, guys. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Do you all want to ride with me in the um, uh, car with Demetrius, or are you taking
1: your own? I think uh, this it would be fitting to pull up on my bike for this one.
3: Holy shit. <laughs> Whose Porsche is that one?
2: <laughs> oh, that is, that is one of mine. Yes, I... Uh, Sometimes I like getting behind the wheel as well. So Look the window is
0: pretty gleaming, and it stares out at you, and you can tell it's probably gonna get robbed if it stays over the night. So <laughs> <sighs>
3: unfortunately, yeah, this place isn't, uh, isn't a good neighborhood, mate. That that Porsche will get stripped. You want to drive it? Oh my! You, no, really? Why not? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, and
0: it's in that moment that you realize that the Porsche comes with a computer and it comes with backup <laughs> systems and the it comes with is- locks that are automatic. And the moment you sit on that, you're going to cause a, a, a technical fire. <laughs> but you Christmas. remember, you remember that if you could get your hand on some of those vintage 60s cars that didn't come with computers, the classics you could definitely roar those babies up and rip road. Because you remember that your sire, well, not even your sire, the cardinal, that you knew, he had a couple of those over there.
3: Yeah, no, sorry about your car, mate. It's, uh, yeah, get out. And, uh, all right, I'll I'll roll with you, Elias, though. That's fine.
2: Um... (laughs) I'm going to do something a little strange, but I'm going to just go like this and whisper to my ring. And I'm going to have Hakor drive the Porsche behind us.
0: It's very fortunate that Mr. Rich and Glam here happens to have dark tinted windows. Because if they were to look inside, once you guys take off... It wouldn't make a police officer and certainly any person looking commit the self shittings. Cause there is nobody driving the vehicle. It somehow the fuck? No. it drives itself. And as you guys are you guys all enter the SUV, which has been now fitted specially for you guys to be able to get in after Mr. Alistar here took notice and they Hardwired and restripped everything so that there is no real technology other than by other than by access uh, What is it the uh, the by access controls for the windows which none of you can touch unfortunately other than The gentleman at the steering wheel which you now recognize as Demetrius You realize um, that this is exactly what you would be needing Lance. It's free of technology, it's sturdy, it's metal plated, and it's ready for war and nothing can track it. There is no GPS needed in the vehicle because Demetrius is the GPS. Uh. He turns back and he says, Sir, are we proceeding to the site? Number two. Side?
2: Yes. And I believe we'll have somebody with us as well. And Hakor will be bringing up the rear with the Porsche.
0: A ghost caravan. Lovely, sir.
2: Yes. Well, we'll never know if we'll need to bring somebody back with us, or we do need somebody to hopefully ride that leverage out. So we'll see if, well, if Sola's can ride a bike, perhaps Lance Cannon as well.
1: We
0: shall see, sir. Yes. I thought I'll have some men come over. Perfect. Provided that things don't uh, stain the street. Like they did last time, and he Hopefully. smiles at you a little, nutty smile. <sighs> Zoom across the streets of Miami. You hear "bam bam," get the fuck out of the road, you fucking bastard! There's all kinds of people. You hear New Yorkers visiting Miami, Miamians driving in Miami, and even Spanish people yelling puta!" and beeping down and you arrive to that familiar place. It's the devil's den, or the devil's lair rather. Devil's lair is a drug point. As some of you in streetwise, points in streetwise might know, is a drug point for all things fentanyl, cane, etc., etc. You know, it's all the bad drugs that Miami is very popularly known for the stain on the floor not too far from the main entrance is gone there are no bodies one would hope after a couple of days and similarly while the lights are on there is no crowd outside what you do find as you well were to assume that you're pulling up to the same mega entrance, which is the only way you could access the bike. What you do find is that outside of there is in fact two people. One of them in another bike. It is a ninja bike. It's very technological, very sporty. It's blue and black and it's got a skull decal with a spear coming across it right on the side. And the most peculiar sight. It's a man in uh, Give me a wit and awareness. It's a man and he is rocking a helmet he's rocking a helmet and the visor is of course pulled down is that a four or five you and your four okay rocking a helmet and the coat he's got of course his biker's vest he's got combat fatigues and he's got combat boots and he's got a are you lifting your hand to say something no sorry Okay,
2: I'm
0: not, I'm not. He's got in his and Florida's not an open carry state, by the way. Just so we're aware here. It's got a colt anaconda parked very visibly on his hip. Right? And next to this man is a woman. And this woman is a little darker than Khan she's got that rich olive toned skin she's got bangs that cut right here you know she's got the short crop hair it's perfectly manicured and she's got sort of like these tribal line tattoos that reach across all her body right very tasteful very well done almost sensual and her body is very laden with gold and bracelets and necklets and stuff like that. It's like laden in gold. She feels like she's evoking the heart of Egypt. She's only got a small sash that feels like a skirt and a top that drapes down just like this, perfectly symmetrically down, down to her navel. With Sandals that are laid in trim and gold, which don't really put much padding between her and the floor. She looks so out of place that she could be in an Egyptian museum. But it still feels tasteful. It still feels like something you could catch somebody wearing at an avant garde showing or a club or high fashion, you know? And they're consorting with each other. And at three, at three successes, you recognize that you saw the same sort of outfit when you got to La Taberna, when you took Mika the first time. At four successes, you recognize that that's the same outfit that one of the men at the entrance wore when things got a little spicy before Jacob kicked in. Okay. So he pushes off his helmet as you guys are still obviously pulling up and the woman nudges at his shoulder and points at the fact that a bike, a Porsche and a giant SUV happened to all pull up together in one sitting and park right across the street from there. They're parked pretty much where Adrian was before, right, right in front of the street,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right by the uh, right by the dip down into the into the giant um mechanical shop or body shop, rather.
2: Just to clarify, Lance, I believe we are here for the bike. And as far as we know. There need be no hostilities. That being said, I am preparing for some because that man there, he was at tiberna and he was one of those, he's wearing the same outfits as those that were raising the, mm, the temperature of the room.
3: You so, think he'll be trouble?
2: I am not a Malkavian, I couldn't tell you, but I will come prepared for sure and yeah i'm going to basically just say that with demetrius in shot, and then i'm going to just start putting the pistol in the waistband of my um, pants and then i'm going to get out on the other side of the street like i did last time and then just start assembling the sniper again <laughs> That I I'm gonna- I'm gonna hop out <laughs> as well. Same, the middle same of the street.
1: area. Yeah, like, uh, inside no, the other car, side. I'm
2: assembling the sniper. I'm
1: gonna okay. get off my bike, and I'm just gonna start cracking my fingers in my neck, and I'm gonna walk over to these two. <laughs> oh
0: my god. <gosh. laughs> and what about you? What's your intent, um, oh, Lance?
3: Um, I'm hopping out in the middle of the road there. Um, I'll, I'll watch Solas walk and I'll, I'll be right by him. Right by him.
2: Then I will send okay. Quashi to the lamppost that I did. At the same exact before. One. Yeah. Mm.
0: Nobody can see him this time. So your little just flies off. So Solas and Lance approach. At first glance, the woman walks up first. She's can't she can't be more than five feet. Soul tree, she's seductive. Her very body exudes sex. And when you get close to her. Hmm, let's see. <laughs>
2: lean over to Demetrius if things get messy silencers this time hopefully
0: so you get close and you feel you feel like she's charming like she's attractive like her very presence just radiates like attraction and beauty
1: right would i like uh
0: would you be able to tell that it's yeah. unnatural?
1: yeah there we go roll uh
0: awareness and intelligence three
1: successes
0: you can tell that the mood shifts when you got closer. It's weird, it's eerie, it's different. And she says, Hello. What does this convoy happen to be doing here?
3: Can I, um, intimidate you her by glaring at her?
0: You can try. You want to roll Intimidation and, uh... What would that roll be, I guess?
2: Charisma, maybe?
0: No. God, no. It's intimidation and, um...
2: Manipulation. Uh, yes. I love how the first thing I said to Lance was, by the way, we don't need to escalate this. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> who are you?
3: <laughs> I got five successes.
0: you can try to intimidate... Okay, so she's going to obviously try to resist this intimidation. So it's composure and, and wit. Yeah, Composure and Wits. Oh, dude, you chose the wrong one. <laughs> She's got... it has got, got nine dice for this.
3: <laughs> wow. What?
0: She's a bad bitch, bro. She gets seven successes with a critical.
3: Jesus.
0: You stare her down and she looks at you and she doesn't she doesn't return it back. She looks at you and she smiles at you a keen smile and her fangs show. And you can tell she's not scared of you at all.
1: So in we fact, see this. You story. might
0: as well be another day.
1: Uh I wanna once I see her fangs, I, in my head I'm gonna be, okay, two two can play this game. I wanna pop off.
0: You wanna pop off? Yeah. Okay, you can pop off. She notices you're attractive as well, of course. Roll your awe to see if you any persuasion rolls you 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 get from your awe. You can add to. She's got six successes on awe, so good luck. I like how alistair's face is like. This is wrong. <laughs>
1: Something's wrong here. Okay, I wanna rouse <laughs> the blood this for this, so uh, that Go ahead, buddy. that uh. I add one dive, right?
0: Yeah. That was the correct reaction, Alistair. That was the correct reaction.
2: Hey, man There's a reason why I am still in the car assembling a sniper rifle.
1: <laughs> okay, I got two super anks, so that's four successes, right? And I got mm-hmm. three on top of that. So Ooh, so your
0: persuasion rolls will be great.
1: Okay. So, so
0: I got seven successes. It goes like double. this. It goes like this. Jesus. So you add, you add your rating, obviously you succeed. You'll add your rating, your presence rating to whatever success, to whatever persuasion rules you want to add, right? So it runs like this. You turn on all, she obviously immediately glances at you. She's not dumb. In fact, she knows what this is like because she does it to people all the time. And she smiles even wider at you. And she says, aren't you the charming one?
1: I, um, just look her up and down, checking her out. I say, so what is your name?
0: I am Nanette.
1: Solus. And I reach out my hand.
0: She reaches out to take your hand. And when she shakes it, she's got a man's grip. Like it, she is strong. My guy, she's like real strong. Okay, and I she wanna... shakes it exactly like a man would like she gives you like the firm handshake
1: i want to return that
0: gesture you shake it back and she smiles at your hair but her smile never breaks her fluttering eyes never break her cute gaze never breaks and she shakes it back and in the back you can hear laughter <laughs> you can hear <laughs> The laughter of somebody who knows what's happening, because he's probably seen this interaction happen many a time. The gentleman walks up to you and you notice that his steps are quiet. He makes no noise, nothing emits from his steps. It's as if death is walking. And he stands, compared to Nanette, he stands at 6'2". He can look eye to eye with Lance and with you, of course, as well. And he says, what is the Camarilla doing here? What business do you have in Anarch territory? And I'm going to get close to him. He's got his, of course, shades on, which make no sense. Cause he had a helmet on before, but
1: I'm going to uh, say, I'm going to look back at, I'm going to look at Lance and, uh, back at the, you're still by the uh, SUV, right? All-star.
2: I am currently assembling, well, assembled the uh, sniper. Right, okay. Then
1: I'm just going to look at Lance. I think
0: you're past that turn. so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to look at Lance. Uh, I forgot why he was here, but this is my business. No, no, no. I will not say that. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, this is what I'm here for now. I'm going to look her up and down. Uh, what's her name? Nanette.
0: Yeah. Nanette. And with his uh, hand resting cozily, of course, on his chrome-plated uh man-killer that he's got on his right hip, he looks at you and he says, I wasn't aware that the Camarilla's able to fraternize with Anarch barons. I mean... Listen, buddy. That might, uh, that might reach back to your Prince. St. Hermaine, Wormaine, whatever that bitch's name is. Anyway, that doesn't change the fact that you are in Anarch territory. And then he sort of grips at the pistol and he looks at you and he says... (laughs) So what's the deal, bud? No, He just grabs it. He doesn't cock it.
2: No, I do. Grips it. That's what I'm saying.
0: Oh Are you out? Are you inside still?
2: I'm out. No, I, are you I'm outside putting now? it on the hood right now mm-hmm.
0: So that sound is loud,
2: okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right as he grips it
0: Nanette goes like this immediately And she looks at you and she says
2: Matrix, and then I'll I'll drop the um like sniper on the hood and let him take over, and I'll walk forward. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. How's our night going?
1: Pretty damn good. Man, I am still looking in the net. <laughs> Why are we here? you
0: you're the. You're the one who was ignoring Calibera. Calibera did not like that at all. That was quite funny, though. That was quite funny, I will say. Other than the fact that he wanted to paint Taberno with your insides, I think that was pretty funny. He says, I am Lepidus. I know. Pompous name for a Bruja. But nonetheless, it is what I am.
2: I once changed my name myself, so I won't hold that against you.
0: The necessities of the night, shall we say? And he's he's talking to you pleasantly while still gripping the gun butt on his.
2: I wish I had a laser on, on, on my sniper right now. <laughs> just, yes. just dot right on his he head. He says.
0: I would recommend you tell your manservant over there to put away that piece of federally illegal hardware out on the street before any passing cop arrests you here. We don't have that you Camarilla lackeys like to enjoy in your side of town where the police can just simply turn their eyes when kids die and families disappear. Of course. We'll lose the
3: hostilities then mate, lose the hostilities and we'll lose the gun. As, As a I foreigner, when
0: people tread on your land, do you uh, welcome with open arms and uh, tell them to bite from your woman, or do you tread lightly and carry your stick close?
3: That's what, what is I this thought. Guy like speaking me- metaphors or something. <laughs> what the fuck is As
2: I noticed was? the last time I was here, this is a place I'm sure the cops know not to come.
0: Notwithstanding, but I. Th- Yes, I suppose it doesn't answer my question for the third time.
1: I'm going to still be looking in the net and be like to go off of what your friend said about fraternizing and all that Cami, whatever, uh, you know, the best relationships are the ones kept secret and I want to wink at her and then I'm going to turn to the guy and say, uh, so we're here for uh, to pick up a friend's bike. Would you happen to know anything about that?
3: And then I like I pat like Solus in the side there. was like, hang on a minute though. I, I want him to ask that question again. He sounds like a fucking rabbit. Oh, sorry, a parrot.
0: Oof. <laughs> Is that a provocation <coughs> roll? Let's see.
3: <sighs> sorry.
0: Ooh, let's roll this thing, baby. Five dice. For Lepidus. Lepidus gets three successes. Skin of his teeth. Not too bad. Can I say something? Provocation roll. Not too crazy. Yeah, you can go ahead.
2: Listen, as I'm sure you noticed the last time I was in Anarch territory, I'm not here for a fight. I'm prepared, as I'm sure you are, carrying your stick, but I'm not here for a fight. I'm here on business, as I do.
0: And whose business might that be? He says that as he's looking straight into Lance's eyes. Well, you can't tell if he's looking into your eyes he's got shades on, but... A little obnoxious shades
2: at night, but, you know, you're in it. What can you say? Well, I believe that, um... The owner of said bike was unable to pick it up. So... We are here.
0: And who's that owner, pray tell?
2: Are you working here for Adrian? Are you here... Because of him? Because if not...
0: Is that with any relevance to my question, Mr. Giovanni? And you see Nanette kind of lean back into him and ease off, like, nudge into his chest. She goes, Ease off, ease off. They're clearly not hostile. No, it doesn't help that they're very dubious in their answers, even with the big uh, clunky one here. What's your name again? And she looks up at Lance. I'm, uh,
3: I'm Lance, and then I, like, Bring out my hand for her to grab,
0: and just the same way that she grabbed Solus's hand. When you feel her grip, it's got grip. She's strong. Like, I'm gonna
3: grip back because I've got a little bit more strength there. So I'm gonna grip back, not to crush her hand, but yeah. just to over, uh, pretty much overturn her her strength.
0: She she smiles at you too as well, and she grabs and she doesn't seem phased by it. It's you could probably feel like it's more of like a parlor trick that she does that throws people off. And then she goes, "It's a pleasure to meet you. I am Nanette, and as my forthcoming friend told you here, I am one of the three anarch barons of the south southeasternmost part of Florida."
3: You are a stunning little creature. What blood runs through these veins of yours?
0: We are. hmm, What's that tasteful little euphemism they use now? We're from the ministry. But I believe your people used to call call us followers of the set.
3: No, you
0: mean we call I mean, geez, correct them so yes 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 you did a shame but we take all monikers we take all names they all work for one reason or the other we are providers as I'm sure you well know of many a thing
1: can you provide me with your number
0: I thought your people don't like phones Better be careful there, uh, Neonate, before I'm, those uh, boasts reach back to places you might not enjoy. I hear your security lapdog Khan is quite fond of breaking the rule breakers. You're worth it. Lattery will get you everywhere. She nods and she says and of course, Lepidus says okay, enough of this shit. He probably can't even get a heart on, what's the fucking deal here?
1: You want to find out?
0: You would lose it before you got the chance there, bud. I think someone's jealous. I'm assuming... (laughs) I'm assuming you came here to get my woman's bike. Says looking at... Good friend, Mr. Giovanni here. Unless Mika has another bike she hasn't told me about sitting in this fucking rat infested shithole of a body shop Hold her not to talk to this cunt
2: it doesn't seem like he's on good terms with her either
0: yeah well that's Adrian isn't it he's always fucking everybody over so long as he can get one up on them
2: well it seems like we might have a uh, mutual viewpoint on this one
0: Tell what is that? Do you have problems with this, uh, this rat who calls himself a bruja?
2: Well, let's just say that he did, uh, make our first interaction not very peaceful.
1: Yes, his jaw wasn't particularly that strong.
0: Yes, a, um, a folly in his blood, to be sure. It's, uh, it's a problem that happens when you uh, spend most of your unlife skulking around and uh, backstabbing people, you know? Very brittle bone. Something I'm sure a lot of the Camarilla has in common.
2: I can't argue with that, to be fair.
0: I'm glad you're a man of vision. Nonetheless, you are in Anarch territory. And it is customary to make your presence known. Not that Jacob is keen on that kind of shit, but Nanette here doesn't appreciate strangers leveling federal level weapons at her body.
2: To be fair, it was leveled at yours.
0: He chuckles back and laughs. I like you. I've heard a lot about you cousin fuckers, but, uh, you're not so bad yourself.
2: I'll take that as a compliment.
0: Indeed. You Maybe your, uh, your friend here could learn a thing or two about, uh, you know... ...keeping his mouth shut in places where he should. He's been told No offense that to you, I know you're not from around here, buddy.
1: Hey, she started it, and I look in the net, um, talking about her. I'm- I'm gonna assume awe.
0: And that shrugs. She goes, "I can't help it. They all want me all the time." In any case,
1: it's funny how
3: we're here far fallen. It's funny how far fallen the Anarchs have come. Used to be a pinnacle of just truth and facts. Now I look at you and I point at the fucking the guy with the glasses.
1: Mm, mm,
0: mm. What so dead, when we jumped over fires? Like, psychotic idiots? Oh no, wait, that's the Sabbat. That's not us. I mean, look, to be fair... We're still here. Which is more than you can say for, what is it, the... Keepers, Shadows, Quitters, Runners, whatever you guys call yourselves nowadays. The Anarchs are. Still here, and he says, very Roman like. You get the impression he goes, Very, we're still here, and no matter who wakes up or what granddaddy wants to call us back to wherever to fight the big fight, we're still us. Let me know when you can say that after you're done scraping the shit off Khan's boot. Ooh you can choose whether that's a, a provocation roll or not buddy you can roll it it's up I, to you i'm
1: gonna um, look at Lance real quick i'm gonna take out my business card real quick and uh my pen and say uh, call me with a heart on it and have it to the neck quick i'm like before this gets out of hand gonna, and we don't know
0: yeah the net <laughs> looks at you and her hand doesn't even extend <laughs> she looks at you she looks down and she says you're gonna have to try a bit harder than that sweetheart
1: I just put it back in my pocket I'm like um I don't think we have the time for that and I keep looking at Lance back
3: and forth I look listen. at the pretty one and I'm like listen little girl you better fucking put your hand on a leash she's gonna be covered in shadows soon
0: and sighs and she says well you shouldn't have opened your mouth now should you You're not exactly home there, so you should be careful the way you speak to people here. You see, the Anarchs believe in personal freedom, and whether that be the personal freedom to turn you into a kindred mop bucket, or the personal freedom to respect Camarilla as they so choose, it's all individual, no leashes belong here. Now in the spirit of cooperation and your guts not ending up on the floor maybe we can resolve this with some friendly conflict resolution i assume that mika promised you something or is this as you like to say pro bono
2: it's definitely not pro bono to be fair but in the interests of well As you say, keeping the peace or our guts intact, I will say that we are doing this as a, well, certain favor towards Mika. Favors are not always free, though. As I'm sure you well know.
0: Yes, boons. I know. It's kind of our thing. You know, your soul for help your soul for a boon your life for a night you should really stop by the uh the ministry i think it'll be up your alley mr giovanni though one can't say you won't leave owing a few things though nobody ever leaves with a complaint and she looks at Solus and gives him a little wink
1: i wouldn't mind owing you a few things
0: yeah, you and uh, half of the city, I would bet.
1: Uh, turn to Star, Eternity you know. <laughs> is young. I, I'm like, you trying to take a trip after this or what?
2: Well, God. I am accustomed to giving and receiving favors. So I don't see how that would be unfortunate if I were to stumble in there and gain something beneficial in
1: return sounds good
0: that is what I like to hear and said. almost magically from under her garment she produces a little parchment it feels like papyrus almost when you look at it and she stretches it off to you and she goes she just lances it off and it almost swiftly in the air flies right at you
2: yeah we'll take it
0: It's a little address. Bring your friends too, we'd uh, like to discuss all of you strangers. You have garnered a few of my friends' interests. And she looks up, of course, to Lance some of their ire as well, though I'm sure you know who I speak of. Now, I am going to take out Adrian's entrails and make a renaissance painting with them if I don't have what Mika requires or well Lepidus here might beat me to it. So lest you want to cash in on some of that good favor I'll give you exactly five minutes to try to do that first. You can say a baron's privy And you hear Lepidus, of course, Bonnie says, ah, but that was my fucking fun. I wanna gut that fucker like a fish. Where is he? Ah. Listen, genius. His shop's back there. Where do you think he is? In the fucking sky? Obviously he's in his haven.
1: I'm just gonna roll my eyes and walk in.
2: (laughs) We're called strangers for a reason. And I'll kind of. Uh, and I'll like signal like this just to Demetrius that we're okay here, and then I'll. Um,
0: Do you follow in, Lance?
3: I'll like uh, you know just give a bit of a at, at the girl, and then I'll follow in as well. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna have. They follow
0: closely yeah. behind you, and this is where we'll cut it off.